Welcome back, everybody. This is Eric and Chad here with Iraq Veteran 8888. Let me ask you a question. You ever heard of the analogy of a bull in a china shop? That makes sense to you? That's what Obama is right now. He's a bull in a china shop. He's on the way out of the White House, and he's just a pissed off, annoyed little redheaded stepchild, and he's clawing at the walls on the way out, knocking crap off of tables, causing the scene, breaking the chandeliers, pissing on the rug. He's doing everything he can to cause the biggest stink that he can on the way out, and he knows it. What am I referring to? Gun control. Gun control. He hasn't gotten his way. He hasn't gotten his way. So he's he has signed more executive orders than any other president in U.S. history and is probably the most unpopular president in U.S. history. Mm. Now, mm. what does all this have to do with? What we're discussing, guys, is recent, if, if you've, unless you've been un, living under a rock, you've seen all of the um, executive orders that Obama's mm. talking about, and he's crying on TV, shedding a tear. Well, I mean, the, the, whole, the whole emotional town hall is just, to me, it's just a ploy. I mean, he's just pandering to, to the left and pandering to his base and whatnot, and they just soak it all up. I mean, I... He's playing I, fiddle while Rome burns. I just, I, I, I kind of equate <laughs> it to the same as like some kind of big evangelical preacher or whatever, some big old mega church, and they're just, oh, soaking it in. Oh, the Holy Spirit. You know, I mean, I, I don't get into all that mess, but I just, I kind of see it the same way. I mean, he, he says something, even though it can be completely untrue, and they just soak it in. Like, yeah, we need to do something they about eat that. It up. Oh, my God. Well, guys, obviously, we're not uninformed people. You're not uninformed. We're all like-minded people here. So what we want to do in this video is we want to discuss, uh, you know, these, these recent uh, proposed uh, executive orders. Now, what exactly is executive action. I think that's what we have to consider. Uh, you know, the way the law process in this country works is, you know, we have a balance of power. That's the whole reason for having, you know, a House and a Senate and representatives. Checks and, and balances. Checks and balances. Okay. The way that laws are passed in this country involves a, a intricate and sacred system of checks and balances. That's what makes this country great is making sure that things are done in a lawful way. Now, what did Obama say? What of all the news saying about this? Oh, well, well, the, the gridlock in Congress and the gridlock in the Senate and the House and all of these, these parties that are responsible for proposing this legislation, moving forward the legislation, voting on legislation. It goes to the president's desk and he either vetoes it or he signs it into law. That's the way the legislative process yeah. works. <clears throat> A executive action bypasses all of that. Now, the president cannot just arbitrarily say, all right, well, this is law, and screw you. Suck on it. Now, that's the whole checks and balances thing. Not, right. one, not one branch of government has total control over the other two. That's why, right. you know, bills that are introduced in the House or bills that are introduced in the Senate, they have to go to the other chamber of Congress, and right. then they get submitted to the president's desk for approval or veto, right. uh, depending on whether or not it passed both those houses. They can be changed sure. along the way. The president so. realizes that he cannot get what he wants through the actual legislative process. But guess what? That's the way it's supposed to work. That's why he's not getting his way, because what he wants is not popular. Well, you know, he Hello? says... Obama said that he's gotten letters from thousands of gun owners across the country, you know, basically sympathizing with his, Chicago, his wants. Illinois, um, did you send Obama a letter? I didn't. I didn't either. 
Um, mm-hmm. You know, maybe it's all those people in Chicago, you know, where they're like, a, I don't know, what was it? Like I did 100? call the White House last week and I ordered, or I, I called the pizza place up there from the White House and uh, I ordered like a million pizzas. No, <laughs> <laughs> no but, but guys, so let's talk about what exactly is on the chopping block. So <clears throat> what Obama wants in a nutshell, he wants expanded background checks. He, he is calling for reform that involves primarily the way that we purchase uh, firearms in the U.S. and, and yeah. the things that we All right, so, so one of the things, I, we, were, we were actually out and about yesterday running some errands, and we stopped to eat, and there was uh, the, the town hall that just took place was actually on the television, albeit it was in Spanish, and I was trying to figure out what the hell they were talking about. But That was interesting. <laughs> but anyways, even the <laughs> subtitles were in Spanish, but yeah. you can imagine we, we like Mexican food. But anyways, you know, I, I went and I researched it, and some of the things that I saw, I'm like, wait a minute, this is crazy. It says, okay, well, any felon, okay, so, so any felon can go online and buy a gun and have it shipped right to their home. <clears throat> False. All right, so Eric and I both used to have CNR licenses, which are a Type 03 FFL. That allows you to buy certain firearms that are classified as Curio and Relics, typically military surplus, old firearms, old okay, that's centerfire. Not black powder, but centerfire stuff that's antique, okay. Uh, I could buy a gun from Classic Firearms or Wideners or wherever, and if it's a CNR gun and I have my FFL on file with them, sure, they can ship it right to my door. I don't have to go through an FFL holder. But if we buy a Title I firearm, right. which is anything that you can walk into a gun store and buy, sure. you can buy it online, sure. But they, they usually need a copy of your driver's license, and it ships to an FFL holder. You go and you fill out a 4473 on yep. it. It doesn't go right to your door. A curio and relic license applies to a very small oh, amount of people. Very, very small. Not very many people have them. They're not very common. Um, it, it is a slippery slope there. But here's the thing. The, our illustrious government would have the general populace believe that you can just go on some website, buy a gun, and have it shipped straight to your house and completely <laughs> circumvent the process of having to go through a background check or anything I like that. I saw a funny post with, with some episode of South Park or whatever and like, you know, Kenny and Cartman and all and uh, Stan or whatever, they're all talking yeah, yeah. about, we need guns. How are we going to get guns? And then the next scene is like, they're on the street and they've got guns. Like, wow, that was easy. I mean, I think that that's what the general populace are like, well, mainly the left and whatnot, yeah. thinks of, of buying guns. They think you can just go out on the street, and sure. I, they always use that analogy, like, oh, we've got to keep these guns off the street. Well, my guns aren't on the street. My gun, are yours? Yeah. No, my guns are not on the street, okay? Um, so, the expanded background checks and everything. So, basically, what, what he's doing, to put it in a nutshell here, is he wants to... Close a problem that does not doesn't exist. Yep. All right. So he's wanting to solve a problem that doesn't exist. Yep. So number one on Obama's list: keep guns out of the wrong hands through background checks. Well, guess what? We already have a background check system, and I want to elaborate on something real quick before I continue. I see all the time where where there's reports of like, oh yeah, 22 million background checks processed last year, uh, 185,000 processed on Black Friday. Oh, record numbers of background checks. Okay. Well, guess what? That's not really indicative of how many guns were purchased. You can go and you can buy a gun with a carry permit. Okay, well, if I use my carry permit, I don't go through a background, no background check. check. Well, guess what? There's five slots on a 4473. Guess what? You can do more than that. They can attach a form. You can buy 10 or 20 or 50 guns at a time if you want to. You might get a call from the ATF and say, hey, uh, just curious why, you got, why you're buying all these guns. Oh, well, I'm just a collector and blah, blah, blah. I just bought a big lot of like... Uh, you know, I invested in something. I invested or? in like six crates of Mosins or six crates of Yugo 5966 with 
consecutive serial numbers and that's as legal. An it's it's you're able to do it. It's not but, illegal. But like, all right, so the, they always talk about the gun show loophole and all this kind of crap, and no such know, thing. It doesn't exist. Okay, I mean there there are public forums that are available for gun people to you know buy and and trade guns and stuff like that all the time. I mean I've I've bought guns from from folks that were just older and their kids weren't interested in guns sure. and they're like, man, I got to thin my collection out because I don't want to pass away and have all these guns. I'm just going to keep the most cherry pieces. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's how I've procured a lot of my military surplus. And that's something that yep. Obama wants to do too, is kind of change the way that federal firearms license holders are seen. Are viewed. Like are viewed, what is you know? considered a dealer. Now, before we get on that vein, I'll, I'll put it simply. This AR we built, all right? I purchased this receiver. I did a form on this receiver. The receiver is the firearm. This gun, I don't give a crap what anybody says. This is my property. I can do with it what I damn well please. That's the bottom line. This firearm is a piece of property, okay? It's not some like controlled bull crap. This is my property. Now, if it was an it's NFA. It's no different than a damn tractor or a car or a horse, or a cow, yep. it's no different. This is my property. I can do with it whatever the heck I want yep, to. And you can sell it to anybody who you deem necessary. Most of the time, you know, lawful gun owners and responsible people, they'll meet somebody face-to-face -face if they're selling anything. If yeah. I'm selling a piece of music gear, sure, I'm, I mean, I might sell on eBay or something like that, but there's a lot of people that sell guns on GunBroker, but they still have to go to licensed dealers. Correct. You know? Now, on that vein, do you think that I'm going to, that you think I'm going to sell my, my property to somebody that I think is some unsavory character that don't need to have a gun? Of course not! It, it There has to be some responsibility there, guys. And, and there's, you know, you have to use a little bit of common sense. All right, so here's one thing that I found kind Put of interesting. And, you know, it's very arbitrary right now. Like, okay, so what is a dealer? What's classified as a dealer? Well, the ATF has a whole pamphlet on what is an FFL dealer. But, all right, so the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms is making... Uh, is making clear that it doesn't matter where you conduct your business, from a store, gun shows, or over the internet, if you're in the business of selling firearms, you must get a license to conduct background checks. So, okay, so what does it mean if you're in the business of selling firearms, I ask? If I sell one gun on, on the private market, am, am I a dealer? If I sell right. 10 guns, am I a, am I a dealer? If, if I'm an old-timer and I, I invested in a big military surplus collection, 20, 30, 40 years ago with the thinking, well, maybe this can be my retirement. Okay, so if I start selling those guns, what, am I going to be prosecuted by the ATF as a, you know, illegally or illegally selling firearms without a license? Yeah. I mean, wh where's, where's the line there? Yeah. They don't make one. Right. This is what I take from that. All right. This is just my take for what it's worth, you know, opinions. Well, we're not going to go. We there, have, we yeah, have yeah. opinions. Let's just say we have opinions, <laughs> um, among other things. But <laughs> I'm just saying. But uh, you know what I take from that is your livelihood. If your livelihood and your way of life and how you pay your bills and put food on the table depends on selling firearms, then guess what? You're, You're a, a gun dealer. dealer. <laughs> You're a gun dealer. I mean, that's the bottom line. Now. If I'm Joe Blow, whoever, and I work hard, I pay my taxes, I work every day, I have a regular job, and on the weekends, okay, I might, I might buy a gun or two from a buddy, and mm -hmm. you know, maybe, maybe I went on an online forum and uh, talked to some fellow gun owners in my state, and I found a, you know, uh, okay, so I buy this Glock or whatever, 
from a pal of mine or something who I've known for years or something. And, you know, he and, and this is how it commonly happens. OK, mm -hmm. you know, among friends, uh, a guy might have a gun for sale. You know, hey, man, my uh, my tires are bald on my pickup truck, man. I need to I need money to buy new tires. Uh, I'll sell you my Glock for for the cool guy price if you can just help me out. Mm -hmm. That's generally how it happens between friends. Yep. And it's one of those things, you know, hey, I'll sell you my gun. Can you help me out? Yeah, sell me your gun. Then you might take this gun around, use it for trading stock, sell it for a little bit of a profit, make some money on it, or trade up into something you want. Guys, it, it, it really is just as simple as mm -hmm. boys and their toys. Yep. With gun sales and trading and buying amongst friends and amongst people who are peers and who are equals, that's what this all comes down to. Yep. We're not. You're not just going to buy like your buddy's Glock from him and then go down the road and sell it out of the back of a Crown Vic with blacked out windows to some dumb ass <laughs> in the ghetto. You're not. You're not going to do that. <laughs> what are you buying? What are you buying, boy? What are you selling? Got Rolexes too. I mean, the, you know the thing is, you want to buy a Rolex? You know it. It's not like that, but that's Authentic. what the government would have you and the general populace oh, well, believe. That, that's buying a gun on the street. Oh, that's yeah, that's putting it on the street. All right, so also the FBI. I'm horrible, yeah, I'm well, the FBI is all right. So the FBI is overhauling the background check system to make it more efficient and effective. Uh, the envisioned improvements include processing background checks 24 hours a day, seven days a week, because we crazy Americans are buying so many guns all the time. We're just gun crazy. <laughs> Have you been drinking? <laughs> no, I have not. Uh, it's just crazy. He's like this all the time. <laughs> and improve. When it comes down to this kind of stuff, sometimes it's just stupid. It's just stupid. So, sometimes if you can't <sighs> laugh about this kind of stuff, it'll just drive you crazy if you, if you don't look at it from the vein of, is that really you know, happening? And, and, you know, a, like a few weeks ago, there was a whole thing oh, in, in the assault weapons bill that was introduced yeah. okay there was a thing in there about Man. expanding the three-day waiting period or whatever if there's a, a delay to a 10-day period and that way the uh the the fbi has time to process the background check and you can't just go and pick your gun up if they're not doing their job okay so eh, whatever that's eh, not a big deal i don't go through a background check why, I've don't, got we, a care uh, why don't we make a 10-day wait for uh welfare checks to get cut hey that's not a bad idea all right so hey. moving on to number two we're just kind of touching on this guy. Okay, make our communities safer from gun violence. I'm not being evil. I know some people need yeah. it. But you know All what right. I mean. Make our communities safer from gun violence. All right, well, um, allow more of the citizenry to carry in, in places where otherwise they couldn't carry. How about you eliminate gun-free zones, and that would make our communities extremely safe. Legal concealed carry holders? Yeah. Oh my gosh. What what can they do? Oh, yeah. they're not. Oh. So 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 all right, yeah, if you're going to do that, then then ha why don't you allow uh legal uh concealed uh carry permit holders to come in and uh sit in on sessions of Congress and just watch right right there in the building. Mhm. Mm if you you know, you want to be safe, right? If, yep. if if we're equals, are we truly equals? Are we equals? I mean, I I'm asking you. If you're some government person you're watching this, you put your pants on just like I do. You're no better than me. I mean, so what? You live in the gated community, and you have armed guards and Brutuses that protect you left and right, mm -hmm. and fancy you know surveillance systems. You're gonna see everybody coming, and mm -hmm. dogs with laser beams on their head and crap. I mean, <laughs> sharks. So, so no sharks. Sh yeah, sharks well, with freaking laser okay, beams. Okay, yeah, okay, okay. So they got a big <laughs> round moat going around their community with sharks. That, that are in the moat, and it's a saltwater moat. And they've got so there's, freaking there's laser beams. Yeah, so, you know, the thing is, I mean, 
are are we or are we not equals? Yep. I don't believe in that crap, that elitism, <gasps> and that you're better than me type crap. I mean, put your money where your mouth is, I guess, is what we're getting at there. Hey, I just read something that's kind of cool. All right, so the Attorney General is convening the call with the U.S. attorneys around the country to direct federal prosecutors to continue to focus on smart and effective enforcement of our gun laws. You mean our current gun laws that are being abided by by law-abiding people but ignored by criminals? Wait a minute, that's, isn't that old news? Well, look, th- this, is what I, this is what I expect. The next time I see Obama on TV, I want to see him in like one of those like uh, yellow and purple polka dot dresses, <laughs> the 50s glasses with the dang wings coming out, and I want him to be in like one of those purple beehive uh, hair pieces, like just this granny, like 50s nanny, like just nanny. Well, he's pandering to the nanny state. But yeah, know. it's a nanny state. I mean... Guys, here's the thing. Men don't ask permission. Free men do not ask permission. And the president surely doesn't ask permission. The president is a figure who is respected, loved, and loves his country, and is a patriot. He's also hated. And that is certainly not the person that I see when I see Mr. Obama on TV. He is certainly not that person. Mm -mm. I don't see bravery. I don't see a person that I want to follow into battle. I don't see a leader. I don't see a leader. And here's the thing. Free men don't ask for permission, and the president surely doesn't beg. My <clears throat> thing is, put, you know, put your money where your mouth is. I mean, guys, these executive orders are so crazy. I mean, uh, well, if you're the leader, be the leader. Well, speaking of that, all right, I mentioned but, like... But, uh, but lead through respect. All right, so he just... All right, well, let, me, let me get this straight, okay? I just thought about this. All right, so the president, he wants to hire or has hired or whatever the case is, sure. 230 new FBI personnel to help process background checks. Well, wasn't there a story about like 50 special forces soldiers that were sent to Afghanistan, only 50 to deal with some kind of issue out there, and now they're like held down or whatever, they're in a bunch of trouble? So 230 FBI agents to help process background checks on guns here in the States, but he sends only 50 special forces to solve some sort of problem in Afghanistan? Another problem in Afghanistan? I haven't heard about that, to be I honest mean, with you. I mean, I just heard a little bit about it, but I, I mean, I, that seems like a... a Misallocation kind of, a of valuable priori- government resources. Well, not only that, but uh, that sounds like just poor priorities. Yeah. But anyways, all right, so... All right, make our communities safer from gun violence. That was number two. All right, number three, increase mental health treatment and reporting to the background check system. So this is something to do with like the Social Security Administration, that they're starting a rulemaking process to include information in the background check system about beneficiaries who are prohibited from possessing a firearm for mental health reasons. What does a beneficiary have to do with me buying a gun? I mean, so if like my child or something like that, uh, if, if I'm receiving a Social Security check, yeah. Uh, because of whatever, and my child has some sort of mental disability, then it means that I'm going to be denied on a background check for a firearm or a background check for a carry permit? And what does that mean? You know what this all makes me think of? What? It, it, it makes me think of... 1984? It, well, yeah, not only that, but <laughs> it makes me think of feel-good legislation. Like, it, it's, it's almost <clears throat> like it's something that's being put out there just because it makes him feel better. It makes him feel like he did something about it. It makes him feel like he made a difference when his constituents and the Congress and all of the people that are involved in the legislative process 
their priorities are in a different area or their priorities are not on gun control and he wants to put that priority out front and center and he feels like it's, it's his way of saying, yeah, yeah, and that, yeah, that's right, I did that. Well, you know, I when, did that. when the president starts talking about something with this much fervency, it gets covered in the media 24-7 and then other relevant things that are going on get kind of pushed to, to the, the wayside, wayside right. eh, like the repeal of the health care law that's kind of still being pushed and you're through. He's going to veto the crap out of that, and you're never going to hear a single word about it. They'll make sure that they're showing the Kardashians' panties all day. You will not hear a <laughs> single thing about that Oh, wait crap. a minute. American Idol starts back, I think. Oh, they'll, right? yeah, they'll do yeah. it again. Like, oh, yeah, quick, get that over are you, there. Are you watching it? So I, no, I'll watch that crap. Yeah, me neither. All right, so number four. All right, so these are just things to think about, guys. I mean, the executive actions, they're not, like, put into place or anything like that yet, but whatever. All right, number four. Shape the future for gun safety technology. Yeah, this is a good one. All right, so listen to this. If we can set up, if we can set it up so you can't unlock your phone unless you've got the right fingerprint, why can't we do the same thing for our guns, Obama asked. Again, he's not changing laws here, so he's just uh, he's uh, encouraging federal agencies to prioritize gun technology. Hey, hand me that uh, that Jungman right there. The Jungman? Okay. Yeah. There you go. Oh, one Jungman. Let me see. Coming it. right up. Let's see what we got. Let's lock this to the rear. Ah, all, right. all right. I think that's locked to the rear. All right. So you pull uh, this magazine out. Yeah. Hang on, Chad. I, I'm trying to help. You're trying to help. I'm okay. trying to help. Let's see. I think I got. Where's my phone? I'm going to try to make this work. Here, you want mine? Yeah, let me see your phone. Here, do you mean to unlock it? No, I don't want you to unlock it. Let's see. <laughs> what we got here. <laughs> Wait a minute. Use your phone. Actually, no, 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 mine no, 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 no. Let's see. Let's see what we got. <laughs> oh, that's great. Let's see what we got. Uh, Let's see. Come on, you remember how to work that thing, I do. You? Come on, now. Let's see what we got. <laughs> oh. There. <laughs> It's a gun safety device. It's, it's a gun safety wait, 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 device. Wait, wait, let's see. Hang on. Here, here. Let's let's flip it around here. All right. So, uh, da, 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 da. Let's see. Uh, oops, it's this finger. Ah, my thumb. Oh, look at that! Oh, it unlocked. That's it. <laughs> that's the answer. That's the answer. Here, give me my phone. I want my million dollars. <laughs> Get my phone out of there. I, I, I'm not going to be able to. Uh, that's that's the whole point. That's the whole point. See? Now I can get it out. Yeah, there you go. Uh, watch um, this. Watch this. Watch that finger. Boy, that's special. Get you too. Look at that. Wow. Like that hot team. All right. So the, All right, anyway. the president has directed the Departments of Defense, Justice, and Homeland Security conduct to conduct or sponsor research into gun safety technology. Well, guess what, guys? There's been a lot of crap with smart guns and all this kind of mess and putting a chip on the on the grip of your Glock 17 that only you can access and whatever. Well, guess what? Them first. Guess what? Them first. The research and development on that is exuberantly millions expensive. and millions. Dude, it's like micro-stamping. All right, these guys that say, oh, well, uh, we got to have oh, micro-stamping. That when you shoot your gun, it puts a little microscopic code on the brass. Yeah, serial number Come on the on, brass. Come on, genius. So, yeah, the gun is serialized, but then inside the chamber, it's there's a serial number matching the gun that's etched. Okay, so every time you fire it, the, the serial number of your firearm gets put on the brass. Okay, well, guess what? You know, the FBI has ballistics labs that can match bullets to their firearm, okay, if they're found. But, okay, well, all right, so you got brass at the scene, but no gun. Well, what's the difference? I mean, well, but it, whatever. It, it's kind of like... It's a waste of money It's kind of like this whole thing about when, you, when you're growing up and you're a kid and you, and you read about make-believe. Like, I... 
you know, all of this make-believe. Well, what I hear about make-believe is not fantasy, it's make-believe. What I can make you believe. And that's what all this is about. The vein that this entire thing throbs from is what they can make you believe, what they, what they can control, or make you feel. Make you feel. And, mm-hmm. and that's the thing. We, we have to, to digress from emotion and look at things based on logic, okay? If 10 people a year got killed on a job site because a hammer fell off of a roof and hit someone in the head and killed them, mm-hmm. would we ban hammers? Uh, no, we, we, we would make sure that people were safe by wearing a, a helmet, right? I mean, you make sure that you wear a hard hat, and then maybe those 10 people won't die in a year because a hammer fell off the roof and knocked them out and killed them or whatever. So if there's gun violence or people that are, uh, are doing harm to each other with firearms, don't punish the entire populace. <clears throat> you don't control guns. You control the people that are using guns in the wrong way. And you do that by good people being able to deal with them when those things happen. Well, I mean, and also you, you can't punish everybody no. for a couple of retards. I mean, what, <laughs> 650,000 people die a year from heart disease, cancer, car wrecks? Are we banning cars? No. Is there going to be executive orders on cars? Oh, well, uh, if you're caught going one mile an hour over the speed limit, uh, you're going to jail for 10 years. Well, you know, and all this crap, too, about, like, prosecuting prosecuting the, the manufacturer of a firearm for the actions of an individual who may have used that firearm Or the in a FFL crime. who or sold the, the gun. Yeah, or the, the gun dealer who sold that. That was, that was a big thing with... Um, was it uh, Bloomberg, like several years back, they were coming down here to Georgia and he was sending his cronies down here to buy guns to take back to New York and, and, and use in crimes. Put them yeah, on, put yeah, them out like on literally the give them to gangs. Like, hey, you guys want to buy this gun? They, hey, yeah, They sure. wanted the firearms to originate here and wind up there and they sent federal employees down here to commit felonies. It is a felony straw, offense. It's a straw purchase. To commit a straw purchase knowingly is a federal offense. It is a felony. It's a big deal. But this is a. But it's okay for them to do it in the name of their objectives. This is a far left progressive with just. He's just got a taste for for gun control. He just. He wants it so bad. He wants it so bad that he, he fabricates it. He can't just. You know, deal with the statistics as they lay. He can't he has let to a sleeping lion lie. He has to kick it. I mean, come I mean, on. I mean, that's if, the thing. This is this is the kind of crap that we're dealing with. All right, so um, what do you do? I mean, this stuff is just it's just silly. You don't kick just a silly. sleeping lion. I mean, if the lion's sleeping, you can sneak by him. For God's sake, sneak by him. Yeah, but don't look, wake him up. All these executive actions are are they're they're pandering to the emotions of his base. That's it. it. Well, they're also catering to the emotions of people who I feel are not only emotionally weak, but mentally weak. Now, they don't want to do research for themselves, look at the statistics or look at the stories for themselves and do the research and figure things out on their own. Like, you know, I yeah. don't know, that doesn't really quite sound right. Let me look into that. I mean, like... You can't believe everything you're talking about. Okay, so, so someone who, who heard what he... Well, like what I mentioned earlier about the background check thing... Someone who doesn't buy guns all the time or have never bought a gun before, they might hear that and say, 
Wait a minute, you can buy a gun on the internet without a background check? And not even bother to oh, check no, the that, facts. You know, I mean, come on. A person with some common sense would say, that can't be right. No, and a yeah. quick inter- a quick Google search. Oh, but say, something the president says has to be right, though. I mean, come on, guys. He's the president. All this crap is, like I said, it's just pandering to emotion and whatnot. And this is just, I mean, it, it just is what it is. But is anything going to come of it? No. Uh, more of our tax dollars are going to go to pay for more federal employees that really aren't needed. Right. Well, what, I mean, I, I wouldn't mind if they hire some people to process more. Oh, wait a minute. Wait. I did more read form ones and form fours. Wait a minute. You know what? I was going to say something about that earlier, and I did read something. Let me see if I can you find your it real freaking quick. iPad, dude. I love this iPad. All right. Let me see. Let me find it real quick. I know this video is kind of going off on several veins here, but I hope you guys. The president's. All right. So this is under "Make Our Community Safer from Gun Violence." What do we have? All right. The president's fiscal year 2017 budget will include funding for 200 new ATF agents and investigators to help enforce our gun laws. Wait a minute. NFA? I wonder, because of 41P, if they're hiring more people to keep the wait time the same. Nah, don't, no, uh, don't, yeah, don't get, my get hopes your up. hopes up. Yeah, you're, uh, you're, you're giving them way too much credit. Yeah, I'm sad. You know, I, I, okay. I know you guys probably detected quite a bit of sarcasm in this video. And guys, we, we, we try to have a little fun. We try to make you guys uh, laugh when we can. I know we're preaching to the choir. I know this video could fall upon deaf ears in some regard. Okay, I know... I'm preaching the choir, whatever, but um, I, it, we have to really make sure we're, we're keeping an eye on these kind of things and that we're making our voices heard. I mean, that, that's the beauty of freedom of speech. Uh, but remember, the freedom of speech and the, uh, the soapbox is great, but the bullet box protects the soapbox. The ballot box? The soapbox. The bullet box. I said the bullet box protects the soapbox. The ballot box. No, the soapbox. <laughs> You stand on the soapbox. When someone's on the soapbox, they're, they're, they're talking. Your Second Amendment rights protect your right to assemble and complain and gripe and vote. Second Amendment protects all the other rights. So that's something to think about. This is my bullet box. Your bullet box. Well, what Chad, is re- what Chad is referring to is it goes in the order of you start on the soapbox, then you go to the ballot box, and if that doesn't work, you go to the bullet box. That's what he is referring to. That's the order of degree of pissed offness, whatever you want to say. <laughs> well, but guys, you know, your freedoms are always under attack. And even if you're watching this video and you're one of those anti-gun people that's going, yeah, what a bunch of weirdos, what a bunch of hacks. Well, whatever, think about it like this. Okay, you're anti-gun, you're watching this video. I'm going to play devil's advocate a little bit here. What about your freedom of speech? How, how important is your freedom of speech to you? What if, you know, what if I were a program person? I'm a program person, but what if really? I were to tell you? You wouldn't, you wouldn't gather it, would you? No. But what if I were to tell you, oh, well, well, screw you, and everything you think is so irrelevant that I'm going to legislate your existence away. I'm going to sign in some law as a president that, that says your say doesn't matter anymore. Doesn't feel very good, does it? So why would why would I say, well, you don't have the right to be anti-gun when I'm not I'm not saying that you you can't disagree with me. Yeah. If well, you're anti I mean you can disagree with me all you want, gun but speech. you have no right to tell me how to live my life. Well maybe they can like regulate gun speech or something like I mean these these leftists, these progressives are trying to do with like certain ethnic group hate speech. Really? 
Oh, so, God, I mean, don't get me started on yeah, that. I'm not even, that's a, that's a topic for another day, but it I is, mean, it is. just, just some, if you pay attention, there are some really crazy stuff these people are trying to push through and you're there like, is. what? I mean, are you just yeah. like taking the constitution and wiping your ass with it? I guess you are well, because I mean, they, they consider it an antiquated document and they just don't care. They don't care. I mean, yeah. but, uh, ugh, well, well, guys, the bottom line is, again, I know we've discussed it time and time again, but I always like to just make sure we, we beat the point home here. You cannot regulate morality. And I'll say it once, I'll say it again. No person sitting behind some desk in a suit with a pencil or pen is going to tell me how to live my life and is going to tell me what's good for me and my family. Only I know that. And that's the bottom line. I'm a free man. Yeah, personal responsibility. Personal, personal independence. responsibility and personal independence and the, the guardianship of liberty. Mm -hmm. That's what firearms ownership is all about. It's about having fun, putting food on the table. And guess what, guys? The Second Amendment is about protecting ourselves from tyrannical government. That's the bottom line. It ain't about sporting purpose or any of that. Oh, mm -hmm. it's a sporting purpose, all right, but it's not... It's it's the sport. It's keeping each other in check. It's keeping it's keeping them. Well, there's a little bit of that line. going on right now in Oregon. Well, we're going to yeah. talk about that at a later time. Mm -hmm. With with that being said, I'm not going to comment on that right no. now. Neither but, you. Yeah, just but, to mention. But uh, guys, thanks for watching this video. We know it was long. We I always say that, but mm -hmm. I always feel like we drag things out. But I think the thoughts were kind of pertinent. Hopefully, this gave you something to think about. Maybe, as they say, you'll keep your ear to the ground, mm -hmm. hear it coming, and be able to avoid it. All right? That's the thing. We want to make sure we're always keeping our elected officials in check. They are there to serve you. They work for you. Not the other way around. They are a public servant. They are your employee. You pay their paycheck. Think about that. Mm -hmm. They are there to serve you, not the other way around. Keep them in check, keep them honest, and keep them accountable for their actions. It's all about accountability. And, and I think that's where we'll leave this video. So good point. Thanks for watching, and uh, you guys have a good one. We'll catch you next time. Many more, on a more positive note, many more videos on the way, mm -hmm. more gun gripes, which hopefully there'll be few and far between on these types of videos. No, there's a lot to gripe about. There's probably going to be a lot to gripe about this year. Uh, yeah, this year is definitely going to have more of that coming. But more gun gripes, more firearms facts. Um, we have a series called Meltdown, which is awesome. We take, uh, you know, post-sample machine guns and we shoot them till they basically stop or destroy themselves, mm -hmm. which is kind of fun. Uh, we do a lot of gun reviews, reloading, few mm -hmm. reloading things here and there, gunsmithing. So, <clears> guys, up. we've got a ton of different things we coming do up soon. Shot show. Yeah, we got a ton of shot oh, show. Oh God. Yeah, actually, if you're just tuning in this channel and you don't follow us, mm -hmm. uh, just know that you should definitely subscribe. Uh, we attend SHOT Show and NRA each year. We're going to be attending SHOT Show here uh, coming up, I think, on the 17th. Mm -hmm. We're flying out. We'll be in Vegas for a week showing you all the new stuff coming out in the firearms industry. Uh, it's a very exhaustive time, a lot going on, but uh, I think you'll you'll be able to appreciate <laughs> the amount of coverage. It's fun, but, boy, it's going to be a busy, busy week. Yeah, a lot of work. Ooh, uh, well, anyway, we're looking forward to it. Guys, thanks for watching. We'll let you go. We'll catch you next time. Take care, guys.